Subscribe to the SB Nation NFL show to make sure you don't miss conversations like this one. Another team who had a late pick six that, you know, it looked like it was going to swing things for them. It did not for Cincinnati the way that it did for Cleveland. Uh, JP, the Houston Texans, biggest win in Texans history in a very long time. I'm certain of at least four or five years at this point. 30 to 27. Um, it's kind of hard to call it the CJ Stroud coming out party because it feels like that's sort of just sort of a weekly occurrence at this point in time. The Texans now north of 500 in mid-November. First time that is the case since 2019. This was just, I mean, this was Stroud, but this was also Noah Brown. This was also Tank Dell. This was also D'Amico Ryan's defense. Again, one of us around here picked the Texans to win the AFC South. I know that affected you emotionally, JP, but it looks like that has legitimate life right here a week outside of Thanksgiving. Yeah, there's a non-zero chance that they win the division, and I'm still coming to that reality. But this is this is why you draft C.J. Stroud, number two overall, and then why you go trade up for Will Anderson to pick him at three because both of those guys are franchise cornerstones, and they played like it. Like, I think the weird thing that has happened with Will Anderson is, oh, he doesn't have the sack numbers. He's not good. No, that's, that's not it at all. Like, he is being double-teamed. He's getting superstar treatment when it comes to double teams and is still winning at a really high rate. CJ Stroud is the real deal. Like that's a, that is a real legit quarterback. He did a lot of stuff out of structure that a, a lot of people questioned that he had that ability. Coming out of the draft from Ohio state, he answered all those questions. And one of the things that stands out about this Texans offense is their ability to remain explosive while not putting the ball in harm's way. Of course, everybody sees CJ Stroud only has two interceptions this year. They had nine explosive plays, explosive passes against a Bengals defense and Lou Anarumo that really tried to make sure you don't have explosive passes. That is extremely impressive by any team, let alone a rookie. I mean, the Bills couldn't do that last week. Like they, this DJ Stroud is such a real deal. He is a legit, really good NFL quarterback for the Bills, not Bills, the Bengals. Um, Yikes. They had a really bad tackling performance. They could not tackle. Every play, it was six yards to Tank Dell that would turn into 12 yards. It was 10 yards. The last Noah Brown play before they kicked the field goal where he broke like four tackles and ran for another 20 yards, that doesn't happen. Like that's that shouldn't happen for a team of the Bengals caliber. They just couldn't tackle. And that's a major issue, especially when you think about the team they have to play Thursday, where if you miss a tackle, that team's going to put up a lot of points on you. I don't know what else we could say about CJ Stroud. I mean, I wrote it last week that we should have seen this coming because I remember sitting, standing in front of his podium at the combine and he said, look, I'm a ball placement specialist, but I'm also an athlete. I can also create outside of structure. You saw it against Georgia. Maybe I should have done it more. And it's something that I regret. And to JP's point, he's been doing it these past couple of weeks. I created outside the pocket, creating outside of structure. Will Anderson, as we talked about a few minutes ago with Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett's getting double teamed and winning. Will Anderson is getting double teamed and creating opportunities for others. And I have no doubt that, say, in years two and three of the Will Anderson experience, he's going to start winning those double teams as well because he's a tremendous pass rusher. This Houston team is absolutely for real. Like Stroud's ability to hit on throws, explosive plays on air, with air yards of 10 or more leads the NFL right now. Like he leads the NFL in yards, passing yards on throws. 10 yards or more downfield and look at their schedule. I mean, they've got two games. I think would stand out left on their schedule, Jacksonville in a couple of weeks. And then, the, and then Cleveland, both of those games are at home. Like every other game, you would say that they're probably the clear favorite in that game. It's now not just an idea of, Oh, this team could go 500. 
I think the division is, we said, it is a non-zero chance they win this division. It's so cool to me how these weird, like, football-isms have translated for the Texans. Um, like, they played to win in Week 18 last year, and it blew up in their face, and everybody laughed at them, but it worked out. Like, and, and it's just, like, weird, life finds a way, way. Um, I Again, I, I wouldn't advise doing this, like, in a general sense, but, like, they were like, oh, well, I mean, not that Bryce Young didn't play big-time college football games, but it's like, we'll take the dude who, like, isn't faced because he, he played, you know, big time college football at Ohio state. Like, and that's what this kind of was like. And it was funny that it was in Ohio, obviously like it, as it kept getting tight and there was more tension and more tension, like the, the Texans never folded the way that the Ravens did that we just talked about. And like, that is a super impressive quality, obviously of CJ Stroud. The other impressive element I thought from Sunday's game, JP was Devin Singletary, 30 carries for a buck 50. You know who could use Devin Singletary right now? The Buffalo Bills. Like that, that, that was kind of a, a low key hindsight free agency move that like really was a sliding door, glass doors movement for a couple of teams. You can hear the rest of this conversation by subscribing to the SB Nation NFL show wherever you get your podcasts.